Hi, I'm Gloria Moraga. It's Thursday, July 27th. Not really. The month is going to be over. It's unbelievable how fast July went. But here's what happened. We had a lot of breaking news last week. Where do I begin? I'm going to make a list. Hunter Biden, Rudy Giuliani, Shea Moss and her mom, Miss Ruby, Ruby Freeman, UFOs, and Carly Russell. All that and more in this Political Woman podcast that I should have presented last Thursday, July 27th. I'm Gloria Moraga. I am a political woman. Please subscribe. I need your support. Hunter Biden. Now, this was breaking news. I just, I still don't understand why everyone is obsessed with Hunter Biden. He's been investigated for years. The investigation was ongoing during the Trump administration. So the people who are investigating him are from the Trump era. He did some things. The charges eventually became two misdemeanors for tax evasion. Now, he paid his taxes and he paid his penalties. The other charge was possession of a handgun. His plea deal blew up. It was supposed to happen. He was supposed to, you know, get, pay his penalties and that was it. But the prosecution and the defense apparently did not work out all the details ahead of time. And the judge got mad. And so now they're going to have to work out another plea deal. You know, I've said this before about Hunter Biden. He is Joe Biden's son, only living son. His other son died of cancer. And um, Joe Biden's first wife and children a couple of his children died in a car accident, in a horrific car accident. So, yeah, Joe Biden is close to Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden has been troubled. He was a drug addict. He was addicted. He's had a lot of, um, of issues. And during that time, he did not pay his taxes when he was on drugs. And then he had this weapon, and he had his girlfriend get rid of it, but hes that's what he's in trouble for. And he worked out this plea deal. But uh, Republicans and Republicans in the House of Representatives are obsessed with Hunter Biden. And they call it the Biden crime family, even though there's no evidence that Joe Biden was part of any of the misdeeds that Hunter was involved in when he was doing drugs. But that's what happened. That was a big story. It was actually in mainstream media last Wednesday. Okay, the other man that made news last week, Rudy Giuliani. This guy, he ruined the lives of two women. And he had no evidence, probably many more. In court papers released last week by his attorney, Rudy Giuliani admits he lied when he said two election workers in Georgia, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, illegally manipulated ballots. Both Giuliani and Trump defamed the two women. 
you remember, they testified at the January 6th hearings. They were wrongly accused of doing something wrong. They were innocent. They lost their jobs. They had to go into hiding. There's a 911 call I was going to play, but it's just horrible. They had to call 911 because psychos were pounding at their door because Giuliani and Trump accused them of rigging the election. Well, they've sued Giuliani. And Giuliani is not going to fight that lawsuit. Now, he probably doesn't have any money. He admitted there is no evidence that Miss Ruby and her daughter, Shea Moss, did anything wrong. Well, I guess he's hoping to make a deal with him. I hope they take him to the cleaners. We had another confession last week. Carly Russell, remember her? Through her attorney, she admitted her 911 call and her abduction story was a hoax. And she said she's sorry. And last week, police were thinking about pressing charges, and then they did. Uh, they said it's just, when somebody does something like this, it's bad for all victims. And I did a video, and I hope you follow me on TikTok and YouTube. I need, I need subscribers on YouTube. I, I need them. They're running commercials in my videos, and I don't get any of that money because um, I get a lot of views, but I don't have a lot of um, followers. Carly Russell is going to be charged with two misdemeanors. She'll have to pay a big fine if she's found guilty, and she'll have to possibly spend six months, a year, I think, in jail. My favorite story last week was the UFO story. Wow, this was just fascinating. So I've always had a thing for UFOs. I just love space stories and UFO stories. Now, I, I have all my life thought, why do we think that we're the only people in the universe? I mean, in this universe and other universes. Why, why do we think that? Because it can't possibly be true. There's got to be life on other planets. So there was a UFO hearing because apparently the government has information on UFOs. So I wrote, UFOs, unidentified flying objects are real. A hearing on Capitol Hill today confirmed what some of us have known all along. We are not alone. Remember X-Files? I've watched every episode of X-Files. I want to believe. And if you look at my videos, I have some sound of, um, of some close encounters. The UFO hearing was in the House Oversight Committee. And UFOs are now, I don't know if you know this, officially called unidentified amalgamous phenomena. Uh, who does this? Who, who changes this? So that was the name of the committee hearing. Unidentified Amalgamous Phenomena, Implications on National Security, Public Safety, and Government Transparency. So now we are calling them UAPs. Why? I don't know. The hearing featured three Pentagon whistleblowers. 
They shared explosive stories of alien technology, defying laws of physics. They described how military leaders have tried and succeeded in hiding the reporting of UAP sightings. All three witnesses were great. It was David Gersh, Gershish, a former intelligence official and whistleblower. He said, quote, there is information that there are intact and partially intact alien vehicles. Really fascinating story, really fascinating stuff. Great video, great sound bites. And it's a story I love. Please follow me on TikTok, follow me on YouTube, and you can see my video that I put together on the UFO hearing. Those were the stories I wanted to share with you last week, and I was unable to share them. And here's why. I recorded this earlier. I'm going to put it here at the end of the podcast. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. It's August 1st tomorrow. Actually, it's going to be August 1st in about 15 minutes, California time. And I think I'm going to start posting every day. So, barring catastrophe in my life. I love you. Please subscribe. Please know I'm here. I'm a political woman. I'm worried about America. That's why I'm doing these political podcasts. Please follow me. Please share. Be safe. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. Thank you for being here. Well, the other day I said that I was going to give you kind of a bonus podcast episode, but it's not really a bonus. Here's what it is. I wrote it last week. Actually, I was supposed to record it and post it on Thursday, but I couldn't. My dog is sick. I'm going to try not to cry during this sharing moment. Thor, my just, he's just darling, okay? He's a darling, darling little boy. He is um, a Maltese. He's had this cough since about March. And I don't know why. I didn't think it was anything. And I took him to the vet and found out he has a heart valve problem. He's got a leaking heart valve. And so the cough is when his heart valve is leaking and it affects his lungs. And then he has to cough. He has to cough up fluid. And I said, what can we do? And she said, we just have to make him comfortable. And I said, what do you mean? He, he's not that old. I, what do you mean, make him comfortable? <laughs> and that's all they can do. And so every day I watch him and he gets a little worse. And some days are worse than others. Now he's on medication. I picked up some of his pills today, $90. A 
um, he, the day that I was supposed to record the podcast, he fainted. I, I freaked out. I don't know what I would have done if my grandson hadn't been here. My grandson is my rock. And um, apparently I had, he had not eaten his pills. <laughs> he has is this way now of, um, you know, I put it in a little pill pocket thing, a little treat. He's been taking the pill out and just eating the treat. And he, um, I found one and I wrapped it up and put it down for him and he wouldn't eat it. And apparently he did eat it and then he had another one that he hadn't eaten and he ate that and so he was overly medicated. And uh, it was a real scary day because he, he almost like passed out in my arms. It's almost like he had a seizure and then he passed out. Anyway, I freaked. I had to take him to an emergency. I won't even tell you what that cost. I'm not complaining. You know, he is my companion, my friend. And, um, oh boy. Yeah, I can't, I can't, um, I, every day I see him change a little bit more. He's, um, not the dog that he once was. He's not the puppy and he's not, but he still has his moments. You know, when the cat's laying in my lap and he gets jealous, he jumps on her. Um, I'm hoping we can just give him this medication and I'll have him as long as I can possibly have him. I know I've had other pets and um, I've had to let them go. I've had to actually go in. And except for the fact that I had to watch my mom die of cancer slowly, this has been the hardest thing I've ever had to do is when you have a beloved pet and you have to say goodbye and put them down. And I, it's just almost intolerable. The, um, I don't mention my father's death because my dad lived with me for the last six years of his life and it was just, he was fine. He, we took him to the hospital because he wasn't feeling well and this was in Fresno. He'd gone to Fresno even though he lived with me, he'd gone there for a visit and he was really unhappy there. And he called me and he said, please come and get me. And I said, I'm on my way. So I was in the car and my sister said, we've taken him to the hospital because he's really not feeling well. And I got there and we visited and he was fine. He wanted to have a cup of coffee. And he said, I can hardly wait till the morning for my coffee. And then he was gone. He, 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 we lost him overnight. But there's just something about having a loving caring animal that you have to let go of because they trust you so much and they don't know that you're going in to do this and I don't know it's just hard and I, I love him now just this comes on having to say goodbye to one of my cats 
And, you know, she was not really my cat. She was my daughter's cat. But um, my daughter and her family moved out of the house and I kind of got her. She was always in my lap and she was a great companion and she was really sick. And I held on to her, to her way too long, way too long. She was suffering and I couldn't let her go. And I, you know, it's the best thing to do, but it's still just as hard as, I don't know, it's hard. So that's why I didn't record this podcast. And then it got late and then there were other things happening. And um, so I'm going to record it now because it was, it has a lot of information that I haven't shared with you that I'd like to share. And so I don't know what I'm going to do here because I'm crying. But I'm thinking maybe um, I will add this. I'll start the podcast and I will add this to the end of this podcast because I don't want to start out crying and telling you the story of my life. But life is sweet. Life is short. And there's so many wonderful things about life, but I'm not good at saying goodbye. I'm not good at this. I fall into deep depressions. My beloved cousin died of cancer and I was really bad for a while. And I've done this, um, talked about it a little bit in the uh, one-on-one podcast, so you can take a listen to some of those. So I'm going to start again, and I'm going to start with my Thursday, July 27th podcast. Today is actually Monday, the last day of the month, and I have a feeling that we are going to be really busy all of August because of Donald Trump. So I'm thinking I'm going to start to do a daily podcast beginning August 1st depending on how my dog is doing. (laughs) All right, let's go.